moving cities is like marrying a girl you've never met. You've got to be careful. We met a lot of people moving into the city and out of the city, and boy, do we have some good advice. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Burjo, Mark Novak, episode 547. More, so much this year, we've seen people moving out of areas and a lot of people's initial reaction is sort of, I'll sell here, buy there, but there is another way. We sort of, Mark used a great analogy, sort of if you've lived, let's say, northern beaches and you want to go to Coffs Harbour, and let's say you've never really been to Coffs, maybe occasional weekend away to sell your property holiday. holiday and buy straight up there is the equivalent of marrying a girl you've never met before. Why do you say that, Mark? Like what sort of, we've got 5,000 reasons. Dig deep in it. We, good morning, everyone. We, um, something that I think you really got to think about is, you just don't know what you just don't know. And when you're exposed to something like where you live, you know, like, and I said to Michael this morning, probably about 5,000 things, 10,000 things, 15,000 things about your suburb. You know probably about 5,000 things about the suburb next to your suburb and the suburb next to your suburb next to your suburb. So you actually, you don't realise, like, so many little things like, where to go to a medical centre, where to, where to shop for this, um, where to go for a great walk, your little hidey holes, you know, where to go for a bike ride, where to go to, for a picnic, where, where, do you, where do you go for bread, where do you go for like, coffee, like, all of those things, there are so many things that go into a suburb that we just take for granted when we live in a suburb that we don't know about other suburbs an hour away or 12 hours away so much so that when i was talking with you michael that i was we were saying that how many times do i uh, do i know of friends that move to other cities in the world and uh and in the country and they end up renting a place then they end up renting a second one or third one until they get that suburb right schools which are the good schools not the good schools all those idiosyncrasies there's so many things that we forget about that we must consider there's only one way to do it properly yeah and i think all of that can sort of go under that banner of local knowledge and the importance of local knowledge when it comes to basically buying a property because it's not like um, a car or the exit costs are quite large. So you, you, you should really try and invest to get that local, local knowledge because... And entry. Yeah, because when you think about like, yeah, the entry of buying a property, you're paying stamp duty, which yeah. is about 4% of the purchase price. That can be on a $2 million house, 80K. Then you've got your selling costs. So your the entry and exit cost could be a couple hundred thousand dollars. And if you buy somewhere that event, it may look good for the weekend holiday, but the shops are too far away, the doctor's crap, the schools are crap, a lot of that stuff that under that local knowledge banner, you're not going to get. And 
it's like anything. If you go to an area and you've got friends that live there, they're just going to tell you about all the good stuff for that weekend while you're visiting. You don't get – there's a lot of stuff you've got to find out for yourself. It's like when you buy a new property, you do your ingoing inspection. Let's say it's brand new and there's stuff you don't know. That's why a defect thing is three months because – Until you moved in, yeah. Because you're not going to try that light switch under the bathroom or whatever until you've moved in. And a big thing we're seeing, rightfully or wrongfully, so a lot of people, which you love the spontaneous or not even spontaneous, it may, may have been thought of for years, is to move areas. But we sort of strongly recommend tr- rent before you buy. Try before you buy, especially if you're selling an area like Northern Beaches, where we went through it yesterday in the sales meeting. In 10 years, it's had 180 to 220% growth. It's been very rewarding for people to have. Yes, you may want a different personal environment, lifestyle. The houses. The house. You can turn your home to an investment by leaving at Northern Beaches and go rent areas. Go rent five suburbs. Do you reckon, Mark? Like I had a client on the phone yesterday and he was saying like, you know, just this property about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, and he was saying mistake, shouldn't have done it. Um, he said, I should have rented it and I should have gone to Central Coast uh, and I should have tried a couple of different suburbs, couple, maybe even a couple of different schools to get it yeah. right, then bed down and sell sell um, Sydney and buy Central Coast. So even after he'd done the sale and done the buy, has not even moved in, he's like, shit, I just, you know, I want to be, you know, I'm now, I'm, the anxiety was just overwhelming. So I, I think that, um, it's a cheap solution. Uh, you know, Burge, I tried this on my brother. Yeah. My brother was in Eleonora and um, and I was like, mate, this is 15 years ago. Um, he had an accident and he's like, nah, fuck it, I'm out of here. Uh, left and went to Port Macquarie. And I was like, dude, rent this house out. It's going to perform better than what Port Macquarie did. Yeah. And you don't even know where you're buying in Port Macquarie if it's a good suburb, bad suburb. Now, he spent 10 years there. He did nail it lifestyle-wise. Obviously, property-wise, property wise, I was right. He left money on the table because if you look at what that property's worth to what this property's worth now, the one where he went out of it, vastly different. But it's like we said the other, yesterday, it's not all about money. Uh, it's about lifestyle. He has had a terrific lifestyle, but fortunately, he landed in, in the right city and in the right location like guys and girls you all know in the suburb you live there's like wicked patches wicked good wicked bad patches in those suburbs the only way you could possibly know if that works or doesn't work for you is livability so the word for today the 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 tip for today is just get into get roll your sleeves up Get in knee deep into that suburb before you put half a million dollars or a million dollars of your life savings into it. Yeah, and you say it um, like it's not about money, but it's, you've already done the hard work. You can have both. I get it if you hadn't bought either. Yeah, or, but if you that's already, right. yeah. So this one that doesn't necessarily apply because you can do both. You can have happiness lifestyle, but also the money because you've done yeah. the hard work and bought Northern Beaches, which. What I mean, how higher entry, um, higher entry point, but also a lot better growth. So you could 
keep that property and go rent somewhere else. So you've got your lifestyle and you've got your investment for the money as well. So you can have both. It's just, I don't know, people are, sometimes people, I don't know, maybe it's sentiment, ego. They don't want to rent or be a renter. Like once you own your own, like your owner, I think there is a sentiment there. That's the one that got my brother. There is a sentiment there. Yeah. So, but you've just got to put that aside because even if, like, if you own an apartment which goes up eighty percent, a hundred percent doubles, like, not typically the entry point, the price point is much higher. So you've got eight hundred k doubling rather than, let's say, Port Macquarie. You buy something for three hundred grand. Yes, it doubles, but it's three hundred grand, and I'm and more than likely the cash you cashed out of when you sold you originally, you've blown as well because we're all pretty frivolous with money. So it's a double and, loss. And it works It works on the short term. It's a, it's a nice quick fix for a, a lifestyle change. But I urge you guys, and, and, you know, guys, if you've got any comments, make sure you're on the Novak uh, Facebook account. We can, we can answer your comments, questions live that you've got. But... You don't forget that we're, we're, it's it's the long haul we're in it for, not not the short haul. So the quick fix is you, you change your city, you think you like it, you don't like it, you got to change and you move again. What people forget is that, you know how, you, Michael, you're talking about entry costs and exit costs? So you yeah. buy a unit in Terrigal, you don't like it, and you sell that unit out of Terrigal. What people forget is that move costs you 10 percent of the value yeah 10 of the value that you actually don't even have yet because most of it the mortgage is a mortgage to the bank so it's not like you own the asset entirely and you're writing out 10 percent. you own half of the asset at best so say do you understand what i'm saying so say you own a unit worth a mil, uh, unit worth a half five hundred thousand ten percent of that is four percent is going to be stamped due to buy it Two percent is going to be to dispose of the asset with the real estate agent. Four percent is to get into an equivalent value property later. You are wiping off ten percent, and you only own twenty percent, or forty percent, or fifty percent of the property. So if you only own, you're you're actually writing off half of the value of that property. If if you've only got a twenty percent loan and you mess this move up because you've moved into a city that you're not sure you're moving exactly where you want to, you are going to rip up half of your, your deposit just in that move into a new place. Half. And the worst case scenario is people do that and then they can't afford to buy it back to where they originally were or even in the new place. So the message here, try before you buy. If you already own an area that you like, um, and even if you don't like it, but the growth is great, leave it, rent it out, and then go move around and try and then buy. By then, by the time you've rented for a year or two, especially if you're Northern Beaches, you may have enough, the equity could have gone up enough that you can buy leveraging it. So I think people just need to um, take a breath and evaluate. Don't underestimate the local knowledge, just like we've, we've always said, micro markets within markets, where if you're out of area, massively, one, yes, an apartment on one side of the street is ten percent less, and you think the next one that comes up on that other side is a great buy, but you don't know that the I don't know the local knowledge that it's the shit side and everything goes cheaper there, but you just come in with the blinders on and 
and purchase it. So I think that's the main message out of today. Michelle, good morning. Great show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Anything else and, you know, at five, guys, do not underestimate the 5,000 things about your suburb that you do, that you do know. And do not ask, underestimate the 5,000 things about suburbs that you don't know where you're going to mean, where you're going to go to. I'm telling you, there are 5,000 things at least that you, you, you just take for granted of where you live. And then when you go to move, you're going to have to learn those things. So learn those things in those suburbs, cities you're going to buy before you put down your cash. That's my message. Perfect. Thanks, everyone. Bye.